When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone? How you guys and gals doing? It is a Tuesday today. Got a lot of news going on. Man, the Homidos. Yes, a big racketeering uh, hit came down from Texas. Got a lot of good stuff as well. Later on in the show, we're going to be talking about acknowledgement. Yes, is it make it better when you're an employee, when you actually get acknowledged by somebody? We got the China Dow coming in here right now, uh, hopefully one of these days. I don't know what's going on here, but there it is right there. What's up, China? Hi. You going to do some uh, good stuff here? Yeah. What? The good stuff that's going on in the scene. We're not talking about club stuff. We're talking about the good stuff. Are you like a dork right now? What the hell? What good stuff? What's going on? Oh, Fill me in. Gracious. God, what? Blondie and stuff. No. Uh, anyway, we're going to go to our first story right now. That is out of the Cranston Herald, cranstononline.com. I guess I got two free items remaining before a subscription is required. I don't know what these people do at these news organizations that they actually think you're going to subscribe when you can go anywhere and get it for free. Goodfellas Motorcycle Club's Johnston Bike Run revs up $40,000. 40 G's, man, for Hasbro's Children's Hospital. That is kick-ass, man. That's a big freaking amount of money right there. That's a big chunk of pocket change. The Goodfellas Motorcycle Club, which has an unmatched love for helping children who have been stricken with cancer, enjoyed another special success story on a recent sun splash Saturday morning. We got nothing but rain right now. Yeah. It's like dreary up here in it, Northern Illinois. It is, and it hurts your bones. It does, man, Sad. especially when you get old like you. Oh, uh, Lord. Saturday morning, that started and finished in Johnston. For starters, the good fellows who will soon present a check for a minimum of $40,000 to the Hasbro Children's Hospital. You know what? Unfortunately, I've never heard of that hospital, but I guess they're helping kids out there completed their seventh annual run that started at Stuff Harris's Sting Bar and Grill on George Waterman Road with an escort by three Johnston police cars, then went into Connecticut and back to the post-run party that featured a smorgasbord of Sm home Italian food, man. How do you have a smorgasbord of Italian food? Smorgasbord. It was a Hollywoodism. You had a lot of China dollars, okay, <laughs> yesterday. So shut up, stupid. It's basically like a buffet. Oh, like a buffet of Italian food. I never heard that, man. That's like a disgrace to Italian food. That's something you enjoy on a plate, you know, that's served, not under a bunch of heat lamps. 
Okay, this ain't the Chinese place where you go and just pick anything up, which, by the way, man, I miss that Chinese food. Live music by Joint Custody and Mega Raffles that boasted or boosted the day's profits. And keeping with its tradition, the run netted 20000 from bikers and riders. Man, that must have been a hell of a event right there. That was matched by the Goodfellas godfather, Bruno Romeri, a Johnson resident who stepped in uh, in philanthropic work, huh? I wonder if he'd give me $5 or something. I don't know. You know, he handed out 20 so why, you know, why not, not $5? give me anything? He can give you $5. He works at Hasbro and who, for the third time in as many years, matched up the 20 Gs on the registration fee. So the good fellas actually raised 20. He matched it. Well, that's pretty kick-ass right there. So sometime soon, the go, uh, good fellas will hold their annual check presentation at uh, a brood awakening to David LaFesque. You know, they always make these names hard for me to, you know, pronounce. They don't have a Hollywood in mind when they do no, these they, they, they don't have the hooked on phonics version. They don't. Sorry. Uh, I guess 150 bikes uh, showed up to this deal. But everyone loves what we do for the kids who are battling cancer. Like I always say, man, them kids, they're bigger warriors than we ever will be. Uh, any adult. That's what I think. Anyway, going over to WVBA, here for you, they say. Uh, an all-female motorcycle club holds charity ride for Mercer County Animal Shelter. Man, bikers are just going all over the place as far as charity work, don't they? Yeah. I think it's worth it, don't you? All these charity rides that, uh, and it's the Valkyries uh, ride for the animal shelter. It's a video, but I just wanted to bring it up. It was out of Cole, Harley Davidson in Bluefield, West Virginia. But uh, it, they always uh, do these videos and YouTube's kind of being pricks right now when it comes to this type of stuff yeah. and playing. But, uh, you know, there was a question out there. Are charity rides worth the money that bikers put out, and I have to say yes. I have to say 100% yes. There's something about bikers and the community that a lot of people don't get to see in the news, and I think it's just shameful. I agree. I agree. All they do is want to show the negative, because why? Because it's, if it bleeds, it leads. It's the big headlines. But do we have to blame some of the audience as well? Because they're like, you know, they that's what they want to see. Now, if I want to just cover the good that the scene does next thing you know nobody watches it's like crickets <laughs> it is it's crickets we don't want to hear crickets no we don't want to hear crickets no. man we want to inform everybody well, out there i love the fact that they're doing you know that they raise that much money for you know a children's hospital and then you go ahead and flip this flip the coin a little bit and you go into an animal shelter because people don't realize that they need donations like bedding and oh, food man, it takes a and, lot of money to shelter a pet and animal, you know, like the pet toys and especially, you know, with pit bulls, man, pit bulls is my favorite dog. They are the most gentlest things in the world until, you know, you get these dog fighters out there. I wish, you know, if I had a wish or what I desire, according to Lucifer, Lucifer. <laughs> is to get them dogfighters in the ring themselves and let them beat the shit out of each other until death. See how they feel. 
or if we can starve them to death. I was going to say, you got to make sure you starve them first because that's what they do at the pits before they fight them. I really like to see that. Anyway, we're going to remove China Dow right here for now. We're going to go over to our main story today. 12 Homitos outlaw motorcycle gang members accused of assaulting another Houston gang. This according to them, an indictment. This is by Chaz Miller out of 13 Eyewitness News, baby. Uh, there's Chaz right there. I can't imagine going through life being called Chaz. I actually had a poodle named Chaz when I was younger. That sucks for him. Uh, a dozen members of the Homitos Outlaw Motorcycle Gang, as they call it, have been arrested on charges related to a violent assault on another Houston motorcycle gang. Man, they're ganging it up on this one. Now, according to the indictment uh, on September 19th, this just hit the press. They kept this under wraps. Members of the gang and friends were celebrating their fifth anniversary at the Sterling Banquet Hall in Northwest Houston. One of the members allegedly invited three members of the Tattoo Crew Motorcycle Club. And shortly after they arrived, several homitos members were accused of attacking their rivals. This is allegedly they are innocent until proven guilty by the corrupt system we call the United States justice system. I guess two uh, victims require treatment at the hospital. Authorities say the Homitos has members not only in Houston, but chapters that spread throughout the state. They allegedly recruit people who are predominantly convicted felons. That's probably bullshit. Uh, a large number of whom are current or former Houston Tangle Blast gang members. Oh, we got stupid person here. We got the clown Steve Cook himself, who is a law enforcement veteran who has studied motorcycle gangs. Yes, the self-declared expert. Steve the Clown Cook. Yes, that's what we're nicknaming him. Steve the Clown Cook said the group at the center of these allegations has been, not been around long, but members have been known to be involved in violence. They're a very violent organization, Steve the uh, Clown Cook said. They established a pretty notorious reputation in a very short amount of time. Additionally, uh, those were arrested, uh, I guess, the charges are assault with a dangerous weapon in aid of racketeering and conspiracy to do so and discharging a firearm. Maybe they were cleaning and, and went off on accident during a crime of violence. The assault charge carries up to 20 years in the clink as a possible penalty, while the conspiracy charges carry a potential three-year sentence. If convicted of discharging a firearm count, they also face a minimum of 10 years and up to life. Wow, man. Uh, oh, Steve the uh, Clown Cook. Yes, yeah, Steve the Clown Cook. He's over on Twitter, so if you want to hit him up and call him a clown, tell him Hollywood says hi. Uh, going to the next one here. Out of First Coast, uh, NBC, ABC. Man shot in knee, person suffers laceration to the head at a motorcycle club at Jacksonville's Northside. 
boy, is she ugly right there. Anyway, 21-year-old man shot in the knee is a non-life-threatening condition. Well, the person's condition who suffered the laceration is unknown. Again, this is out of the First Coast News. A 21-year-old man and another unidentified person were brought to a Jacksonville hospital by a potential witness after an incident occurred at a motorcycle club on Jacksonville's north side. And this, according to the Popo, JSO Sergeant Duke says at around 4 a.m., the man showed up at the hospital with a gunshot wound, suffered to the knee, and is currently in non-life-threatening condition. She says the other person showed up at the hospital at an unknown time with a laceration suffered to the head and did not provide further details. Now, it goes on to say Duke says JSO's initial investigation reveals that, quote, there have been some type of incident or a fight in the parking lot of the NOLO Riders of Jack's Inc. Wow, rock on there. There's an incident right there out of Jacksonville, it looks like. So going back to dog fighting there, China, now you think, well, you know, they should be starved and made to fight themselves, these dog fighters? Well, and it's not just the dog fighters. Keep in mind those that bet on it. Bet on it. They should be put in there, too. That way I can bet. Just have the whole room brawl. That's what I'm talking about. But, <laughs> uh, yes, I believe that uh, these uh, motorcycle runs are perfect for the community helping out. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't understand, man. The biker community raises millions each year for their charity. Definitely. Anyway, we're going to go to the second part of the show in about two minutes. You can switch over to the Morning Madhouse, baby, and uh, check that out. Uh, it's going to be a good one, man. It's going to be a good one. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going. Well, is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happen. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Oh yeah, we live, baby. What's up, WMMR DB Rockford? Today we're going to talk about the power of acknowledgement. But first, we got an announcement happening right now. The boycott against Burger King has started. Yes, Burger King pulled its ad from Rumble, which is a platform that we do go on occasionally. Rumble is the home of free speech. It's an all-text site. And they were pissed off at Rumble because they wouldn't uh, take Russell Brand off. Now, he's a popular uh, podcaster. That 10-year allegations of uh, rape and all that kind of stuff were put up. 
And again, uh, as usual, the social media platforms go after people without any proof. Not a day in a court of law, which is a, a pretty sad state of affairs. Don't you think people should be afforded uh, the right to prove their innocence against allegations? Because let's be honest, man, women throw that stuff around all the time. And why did it take like 10 years for it to happen? That's what my question has always been. Why so long? Well, you know, sometimes they like to call it, oh, my God. I know I said yes, but then I changed my mind. Right in the middle of it. How is that like even possible? Oh, the guy just blew his nut, but I changed my mind. That's that. That's like false advertising, man. Yeah, it is. Or, you know, I was drunk. I didn't want it. But 10 years later, don't don't you know, that I hurt think the that, cause. That does hurt the cause. I mean, I think persons should, you know, if it wasn't supposed to happen and it was legitimately a rape issue come forward right away because that's gonna hurt your credibility i think because then it makes it seem like you were hiding something doesn't that make you as a woman mad yeah it does it's it's like they're taking advantage of the system because they got busted cheating so with an allegation, all it is is an allegation. It's an allegation. It's and not then a proven the, fact. He got pulled off of YouTube. He got pulled off these other platforms. The only ones he hasn't got pulled off of is Twitter and Rumble, all the all tech sites. So Burger King said that they are pulling their ads because Rumble said, no, we're not going to suppress anybody because that's not our job to do that. So everybody says, you know what? We're going to be uh, doing a boycott just like what happened to Bud Light. I don't like Burger King anyway. Well, Burger King's got issues of its own. They're closing 2,300 stores. 2,300? <laughs> yeah, I read that yesterday. Holy shit. They're closing the rent 2,300 stores. So they you got an admit, issue in their own way. You got to admit, man, the Whoppers taste like crap now. They're all their food. The only thing I enjoy it. Burger King is their French fries. Yeah, you know, because that's about their it. fries are about all they're good at, man. Not even the original chicken sandwich mm. tastes good anyway. No, no. And if you get that, you got to get it plain with just cheese because I swear their mayonnaise has issues. It does. But coming at the point of 2,300 stores are closing. Yeah. They're not going to survive a hardcore boycott. Uh -uh. No, because they? they're struggling. Their their company's struggling, so they need to have the advertisement. If they're pulling their advertisement off a of rumble, they're going to end up closing more stores. Now, so they're screwing themselves in a sense. Something Rebecca said here. Uh, as a trafficking survivor, what bothers me as a woman is when there is proof still being ridiculed and not believe people do come out with proof and still nothing. Problem is, you got to actually come out. Yeah. You got to say, okay, this occurred, and not 10 years later. Exactly. Not 20 years later. And do you know what always seems to happen to people that are famous? What's that? As far as somebody like a Russell Brand or the guy that used to be 
the ranch. He was, uh, it was a mistrial the first time and the second time they got convicted. And that was over 20 years ago. I can't believe that still you can do that to somebody. I don't care if you don't like them or not, but that's what they use again. Oh, you them. mean from that 70s show? Yeah. Yeah. How is that even possible? That was 20 years ago. Next thing you know, they can make allegations. It's called the Me Too movement, and I think it's ridiculous. I think a lot of people take advantage of the Me Too movement. And, you know, if you got proof. Do it right away. Take care of the issue and get it resolved if you got proof. And unfortunately, yeah, there's people out there that even if you have proof, because the other party probably has money, you're going to lose. That's the sad part. Exactly. So going back to this, Burger King's losing all these stores. I don't think they can survive. You know what? I think it's the franchisees that they choose. They're like disgusting people. Well, I almost wonder if like some of these, some of these companies, which are normally a corporation, and then they go and sell it into franchises, they need to just stay corporate owned. At least have some standards, you know, and and maybe check on your franchises a little bit more often, because I know we walk into the if I walk into the the local Burger King here, it's disgusting. Yeah, we don't even eat out anymore because you know what? You get sick every time you eat a damn freaking Whopper around here. Yeah. And I'm, you know, we haven't even done like McDonald's or Wendy's or any of that stuff in quite a while. So it's, you know, when we do eat out, it's like a treat. And I do agree with you, Rich, Uh, just like any other criminal charge, you got to make sure you got the facts innocent until proven guilty. But that's not the way that these woke people think. They think, oh, we got him. We got him. And it didn't even go to court. Or you never see these things broadcast on TV where people can actually make a legitimate decision. And all they do is take what the media says and they run with it. That's true. What? What are you laughing at? (laughs) Dirty knobs. Hollywood farted in my general direction in 1988 and all my hair fell out. Can I still press charges? Right. (laughs) Well, you do got allegations going all the way back to the 80s. Just look at Ron Jeremy, man. Oh, you yeah. know, he's psycho out of his mind now. He don't know what the hell's going on. But you were starring in a porn film. Yep. A porn film. You were getting paid for what you were doing. You're basically a prostitute. Ooh, ouch. What? Is that what you think of porn stars? Yeah, I ain't going to lie. You ain't going to lie. That's what you think. You think the women in porn is prostitutes. They're paid prostitutes. Why do you think of that like that? Well, I mean, for one. that's messed up. For one, I don't watch it anyways, but. Are you one of them Bible thumpers that don't, you know, believe that it's all all sin? I mean, if if people want to watch it, that's their choice. I don't, I mean, I I don't research on it all the time. You do all the time. I don't even care. It's just. How can you go? Okay, Ron Jeremy. I mean, he's nasty to begin with. He was, man. <laughs> it gross. was nasty. How the hell did it, any I mean, women, I, I don't, you know, he got a lot of poontang, dude. I don't know why you'd want to co-star with Ron Jeremy in a porn, but. It is what it is. I mean, do your thing, whatever, but. It is said it, You're getting with, paid to do a porn movie with Ron Jeremy, and you're going to say, hey, he raped me. <laughs> uh, I don't know, it's man. kind of weird. 
I don't know. That's messed But hey, up. you got proof then because it's all on video. <laughs> they even went after like Marlon Brando in that one where he popped that broad in the butt, you know, with peanut butter or some shit or butter that he did. I don't know, man. But they even went after Marlon Brando. But these woke people, did you hear that uh, New York is trying to remove a statue of George Washington of all people? Because he had slaves. Oh my God! You they know gonna, what? Are, are they going to take him off the dollar bill next too? You know what? I wish somebody would ask Nikki Haley. She is a Republican running for president. She is the one that started all this. She started it a Republican with everybody tearing down statues and all that kind of crap. A Republican. Because she took the Confederate flag off the state ground. And next thing you know, our bases are being renamed. Statues of our founders are being thrown around. I don't like uh, so-called academics. I don't like them. I don't like them one bit. Because they do not know the real world. How are you going to throw away a statue of George Washington, for Christ's sakes? That is so nuts. It is. What the hell? And uh, let's see. They, they just came out with a report that BK's all beef patties aren't all beef. They are more pork and horse meat than beef. They also found human meat. Ooh. Gross. Nasty. Ew. That's a good way to keep people from Burger King. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're losing so many businesses. I don't know, man. They need to. Uh, but uh, what do you think of what Steve says here? The problem is because if the Me Too crap now, nobody, no one believes a lot of these women when half of them are telling the truth. That's because there's so many out there crying wolf. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. And taking advantage of the Me Too movement and making it harder for those that actually have a, 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 a what's the word I'm looking for? That's just like uh, that. a, a uh, an actual lawsuit. That's just like that uh, broad that came out against uh, Kavanaugh, that Supreme Court justice saying that he did this and did that. Turns out she lied. Mm -hmm. But people don't understand these leftist Democrats. They don't care about you. They care about power. Yeah. But you vote for them. You know, we got a news story coming out about that strike out in Michigan with the auto workers and you know what i say i don't i'm not with you on that shit no more you're the ones that are driving companies out of business with your unreasonable demands i used to be hardcore pro union but not no more especially when they can't choose where their dues go they only uh donate to de democrats now, what if I'm not a Democrat in the uh, union? You're going to use my dues to pay them? Sad. What do you think about unions and paying dues and all that? 
Well, if you're going to pay dues to a union, then they need to do what they're supposed to do for you. You know, I know our daughter is in a union. And it took quite a while before she actually was, you know, paying the dues and everything that she was actually able to get help from the union for specific situations. Did she learn about them at all? Eh, I don't think she really did her due diligence and research about unions. I wouldn't be a part of I wouldn't be a part of a union. Now. She's technically involved in like a teacher's union. Yeah. Well, those are the worst. And she's not really a teacher. Yeah, but those are the worst. But I don't know. And like uh, Steve I, just said, he was in two unions and they both suck. I do not. Th- I think that and especially the Teamsters, your guys are a joke. Uh, and I hate to say that because you used to be a great organization. But when you put the yellow trucking company out of business because of your unreasonable demands, Everybody lost their damn job because they just said, you know what? We're shutting down after a hundred and something years. Yeah. They're just like, forget all of you. We're done. And Ford is coming out now and saying, you know what? We're not building that new EV plant now. We're not going to do it. Well, and you know, what's sad is there's a lot of plants and there's a lot of plants around the, around the United States that aren't even being used anymore. Well, one over here in Belvedere closed because of the auto union. Yep. And how many jobs are gone on that? I, you know Thousands. what? You had people come in that were part of that. Yeah. What I, did they say about their union then? I know about a dozen people that lost their jobs at the Belvedere plant because it shut down. And they're like, I don't even know why I bothered with the union. Because they just fucked us. Really? Yeah. What else did they say? Was that the biggest complaint? That was the biggest complaint was how the union basically screwed them. Man, and that was about, and that was, and that was from like a dozen people that used to work at that plant. So none of them supported it. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. And as Steve said again, uh, the a, uh, UAW is the absolute worst. They are lazy and incompetent. And Baca's uh, just said, unions are like a machine that has gone run away. Their original purpose no longer exists. And Penguin, my boy Penguin, I'm in a union working for the cat dealer and we pay our dues and for the next 10 years we're paying back for their bad investments. Uh I don't know. And, And you know what the sad part is, is a lot of companies that have unions don't give you an option. You basically are told you have to join the union. All in democratic states. Yeah, you don't get in a choice. Republic state, Republican states, you, you get, get the right you to get choose. You get the right to choose. Or but right to work. The, the democratic states, like I know those that worked at the Belvedere plant, they did. it was non-optional. They had to be in it. And next thing you know, they're sitting and there now with they're no all, damn jobs. And now they're all sitting at home. Unbelievable. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason. Striking auto workers will get visits from the presidential frontrunners starting today. White House correspondent Greg Clugston. President Biden goes to Detroit today to show support for the United Auto Workers Union. He will join workers on the picket line at midday. His visit comes one day before former President Trump pays a visit to Michigan, where he will speak to union members tomorrow evening. And in the midst of the auto workers' strike, Ford says not so fast on that new factory. 
Ford Motor Company says it's pausing construction of the $3.5 billion electric vehicle battery plant in Marshall, Michigan, until it's confident it can run the factory competitively. Boy, I love radio, but I love a good pee even more. Turn it up and piss somebody off. Shake a leg and zip it up. Oh my God! Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. $3.5 <laughs> What the hell was with the statement from these news people saying presidential frontrunner? He ain't fucking Trump is kicking his ass in the polls so like, now. They're all the freaking hell? out now. But you, the $3.5 billion, they're not, that's jobs right there. Yeah, no kidding. Now, if I was uh, like Ford or GM or any of them, I'd say, you know what? Screw you all. I'm gonna, we're going to go get other people. We don't want to deal with the unions. That's what I would do. Well, and I hate to say it. It's like, okay, as far as that, they're, they're working on electric cars in that dealership. How many people are actually going to buy electric cars? Well, they're, that's the, the plant, not a dealership, but you're right. But it's like they're going to build all these electric cars, and how many of them are actually going to get purchased? I'm sorry. I don't want to plug my car in like a damn they don't even have the they don't even car. have the infrastructure because you're gonna need just like gas stations, you're gonna need to where you can plug in where and I'm not gonna go wait eight charge. hours. I'm not gonna sit and have an eight hour layover at a gas station so my car can charge. Uh Steve Stupid. US uh, W local twelve ninety-nine in Detroit and the IBEW local one oh three in Boston. And the one thing they had in common is mismanagement. You got to know how corrupt them freaking leaders are of the unions. Unions are still run, the personal p- piggy bank for a lot of organized crimes. Still the personal piggy bank. Well, and it's like, I think the biggest question if you're involved in a union is where the hell are my union dues going? And a lot of time they won't tell you. No. It's like, what am I really paying for? Like Penguin said, their their mismanagement and their screw ups. You're paying for that. So what are they going to do for you? You know what? I'm in the auto in, uh, repair industry, and there's no damn way I would ever join a unit. Never. They're not like they used to be in the early days mm-hmm. where they did something for the people. Now it's just mismanagement, politics, and with this stuff happening in Detroit, yeah, I get it. The politicians are going to go out there and glad hand people. By the way, what do you say about hands? You said something that was pretty funny about hands. And think about this, guys. Think about this. Every hand that you've ever shaken has had a dick in it. And you're like... Damn, man, she's right. (laughs) Every hand you shake had a dick in it. Whether it's a male or a female. (laughs) (laughs) They've had a dick in it. Hey, you know what else? I got a fun fact. What? Nipples. They're like straws. You're welcome. What? Nipples are like straws. Yeah. You're welcome. Why are they like straws? (laughs) Oh, they just suck in. Yeah. 
Shut up. Everybody's like, Steve. Uh, <laughs> Steve, Steve you ain't shaking nobody's hand no more, are you, Steve? Yeah, Just hand fist jobs. Bump it. Hand Just fist bump yeah, it. that's what I say. Hand jobs across America. <laughs> that is pretty messed up right there. Because it makes you stop and think it's actually true. <laughs> well, come on. Y'all got wieners. You hold them when you pee. You hold them when you have fun with it. Women, they all have had their hand on a dick one point or another. So, Or a poontang. Technically, every hand you've shaken has had a dick in it. Man. So it looks like we have some ex-members of unions, and they're not too happy as well. Uh-uh. Nope. That's why I do believe in right to work, man. I really do. You can choose if you want to be in a union or not. But these companies that have to hire these people, I don't know why they just don't say not, not happening. Screw you. If you don't like it, go, you know, pound on sand or something. We're going to hire other people that do your job for half the wage. Some of them guys and gals that were at Belvedere, they were making huge money. Yeah, they were. And now it's like you really don't see them that often because they ain't got the money to spend. You know, there's a lot of people that used to be regular customers that you'd see two or you know, at least twice a day, once in the morning, once in the evening. Mm-hmm. Now we don't even see them coming in because they ain't got the money to spend on extra stuff. And I sometimes I don't feel sorry for them, but sometimes I do. Why didn't you just tell your union, go screw yourself? I ain't paying your dues. I don't want to be a part of this crap. Well, we did this for you. We got pay. We got. The- no, you didn't. You just got us freaking thrown out of a job. A lot of them were given an option to go to what? Ohio. Yeah. And they said, why the hell are you going to pick something up and go to Ohio? Yeah, that means you got to pack up where you've lived for many, many years just for a job. I couldn't do it. I only know one person that did that. Just one. Mm. That was it. Nobody else did it. I wouldn't have done that. Mm-mm. I I couldn't. I mean, they've had numerous shutdowns at that plant. When obviously when they have no work to do, but for them to you know, at least when they're on those shutdowns, the employees were able to collect unemployment. Right. You but know, now, now they're not able now to they're do nothing. Screwed. You know, they're screwed. And without look, a if kiss. you look at unemployment, what the hell are they paying you? Nothing. They ain't paying you crap. If you're used to making thirty dollars an hour, <laughs> you ain't getting that. No. You're lucky to get minimum wage on freaking uh, that crap. Uh, yep. And hopefully some Watch, of these a pe- lot of people are going to be pissed at me because I'm. they're going to say, well, you're anti-union. Well, you're damn right I'm anti-union now because I see through their crap. It's not like the coal miner unions back in the early 1900s that were fighting for safety and good pay and a good work week. Well, hopefully those companies gave them some good severance packages, but I doubt it. But do you notice how you, both Trump and Biden are going after the union vote? Yeah. It's like, dude, they don't care about you anyway. Nope. What the hell? You, they're just doing it for a photo op. Yep. Because that's what they're all about. Unbelievable, man. Uh, let's see here. It's not a union shop, but I found out that my old job in Itasca is closing shop for good at the end of the year. A lot of businesses are being forced out. Yeah. They are. They're being forced out because of the economy sucks, mm-hmm. for one. 
Well, a lot of people like if it's uh, if it's like an automotive thing, there's a lot of people out there that are taking it to friends or family, family members, or they're doing it themselves because they need to save the money. Yeah, it's terrible, this economy right now. And it's just going to get worse as this old bastard. He needs to go. And I think that's why uh, Trump was up in the polls by like 10 points, man. I guarantee they're going to try to figure out how to cheat their ass off. Again? Again. God. That's what they do. I don't want another. I don't want another. And a lot of people. Election season well, like uh, he's not supposed. You know, that's going to. That's their favorite fucking line right now. We got to save our democracy. But at the same uh, time, you don't want to have a primary against Joe Biden a debate. Save my democ- democracy, my ass. You get tired of hearing the lies out of these people, but you're even more tired of hearing the people actually support them. I think they're ignorant. And that's being straight up. That is ignorant. And food prices right now are through the roof. They are. It's like, dude, you you know, instead of stealing freaking cars, they should go out there shooting cows right now and stealing them because that's how bad it is. It is. We'll all make our own Big Macs and quarter Yeah, pounders. damn right, man. <laughs> Just make it all. Well, even, yourself. I mean, uh, we got a half a pig a couple years ago, which was reasonably priced. It was reasonable. And, and now it's like, are you shitting me? Now it's like double the price and it's like no it's not worth it you can't even get nothing nowadays nope Mm -mm. but i I can't stand sheeple as people i really can't no you know that's what i was arguing with an attorney because he put something on my uh biker news because i didn't want to show a video of uh, a beatdown going well you're biker news you shouldn't suppress it dude for one it ain't news to because i only report out of uh news uh organizations right and two, I'm not going to get people hemmed up by the fucking cops. That's just not my show. No. But that's how ignorant they are. Okay, you got a law degree, so I'll probably kick your ass in court by myself. And I've done that. Yep. Because I use logic. And I use your own laws against you. So it, it did piss me off, that guy. It was like, dude, you're an ignorant fool. I'm suppressing the news. Shut up, stupid. It's freaking everywhere. Idiots. Freaking idiots. (laughs) And you know what? The cost of living goes up to put pressures on families to divide families. Do you think uh, a lot of division is uh, going on right now within families because of the government? Actually, I find more and more people are moving in with family because they can't afford to do it on their own anymore. But when it comes to the politics, that divides families. Yeah, the politics definitely divide families. And you're right, Steve. Tell them you ain't a rad and are not putting out people's faces like some other channels. Yeah. You know what? I really didn't agree with that. That's one thing I didn't agree with. If it's not in the newspaper, I'm not going to put that shit out there, man, because I am not going to do the jobs of the cops. It's bad enough that you got a lot of people that put their uh, business all over the place on the Internet. And even if you tried to delete it, it's still archived somewhere. And these cops use it against them. So why the hell am I going to do that? Fuck that. Not to mention the fact that it was just a clip. It wasn't a full story. Yeah. 
I mean, as far as what am I going to do? I don't know who the hell the guy is. I don't know what the hell happened, but I'm going to show people's faces to get hit. We got a big freaking worldwide platform here. Nope. Now, if it's in the news, it's a different story because it's already in the news. But if you think about it, it still hasn't been. It hasn't been. (laughs) And hopefully it ain't going to be. Still hasn't been in the news. It's just but because people are throwing it up all over the damn place, it might be, you know, that's what sucks. But uh, the power of acknowledgement. And I think that's very important when you're an employee. Yeah. To a point. What do you mean to a point? Oh, well, you know, our company's latest thing is this China down always app. China that they had making it about her that they had everybody in our company the corporate the corporate office had us all download where we could recognize employees of the company but you know that we'll talk about but you don't think it's right to acknowledge an employee i do agree that you should acknowledge an employee privately not publicly why not publicly like the employee of the month award or well, the employee they of the it, year award well those are awesome I wish more companies would actually have that. But you also got to look at the bigger picture and some people would be like, favoritism. You think that's what comes up is favoritism? Jealousy. Because it wasn't them. So because other people's feelings. Because a lot of people, people get butt hurt. They couldn't get acknowledged because other people. And that's what's going on in society now. If you get butt hurt, it all goes bad. There's all bitching. Uh-huh. But when somebody does good, doesn't that make them do their job better? Yeah, I believe it does. If they if they get acknowledged, they'll do a better job. They'll do more. They'll go above and beyond. Mm-hmm. And then you got to worry about those that you don't acknowledge because the ones you don't acknowledge will end up slacking off even more because they're like, well, they don't care what I've been doing. So it gives them no... Doesn't give them any incentive or motivation to do better at their job. Mm. So I think, you know, you should acknowledge bits and pieces of every employee, not just one. So uh, road rage puts, I don't care about a pat on the back unless the hand doing it has a fistful of money for me. Pay me. I don't care about a trophy. I care about money. Yeah. It's like, if you're going to say that you were employee of the month, then give me a little bit of a raise for more of an incentive. Give it a raise or give me a bonus. Yeah, give me a bonus for doing good for that month. Or See, that's one thing I don't like is when management are the ones that get bonuses and the regular employees don't get shit. Yep. I think that sucks. Mm-hmm. I think it sucks big time, especially when if you think about it, the employee, the actual employees are doing way more of the work than the management. But they ain't getting uh, the recognition. Nope, not at all. Hell, I think people will be happy by just getting a hundred dollar bonus. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know, I did this good. I get a hundred dollars. That's incentive right there. Mm -hmm. But when you know that it's only your manager getting the bonus. Uh-huh. Then it's like, well, what the fuck? Why should I do better to pay her? That's why a lot of people I've noticed or him. I, I've noticed in a lot of companies where 
the manager, you know, since the, that one person gets all the bonuses and the rest of the staff don't see anything, a lot of the rest of the staff say, why am I working so hard? And that's, I think they got it right. I think they need to give more of an incentive. I get it. People get yearly raises, but you know what? If they do something phenomenal, they do something really good. Give them 50 bucks. Well, look at what uh, Vaca said. Uh, Vaco's where we at here. When the boss quietly, and there's not a lot of these people that are going to do it. That's the problem. When the boss quietly puts extra money in your check, that's your acknowledgement and no one gets butthurt. Mm -hmm. The problem is a lot of these managers won't do that. No, they won't. They won't even, they won't even go up to somebody and say, Hey, that a boy. Great job on this. You really did good on that. Thanks for working so hard. We appreciate you. Mm Mm-hmm. Just them words to get people more motivated. Yeah. We appreciate all your hard work. Keep up the good work. Don't you think that if a manager gets a bonus that they should share the wealth? I've known managers that have done that. And uh, like they whatever their bonus is, they threw like 50 bucks at every employee in the store cash. Mm hmm. You know, but there's other there's other managers out there that are stingy as hell and they won't do it. And they still expect their employees to do everything for them. You know, that's what I think I do is get a bonus. I'd split it up between everybody there. That way, damn, they'll do it the next time. And maybe my bonuses go up. more. Oh, especially if, you know, some companies do bonuses every three months, mm-hmm. you know, or every four months. You know, three or four times a year, they get the managers get bonuses. Well, what about everyone or even throw a damn party, a pizza party or something by lunch, by lunch. Yeah, something because without them employees, they wouldn't be getting that exactly without the hard work of the rest of the staff. The manager, it's uh, him or herself wouldn't even be getting that bonus Hmm. because they're watching to make sure people aren't stealing. They're watching everything They're you know doing their job like they're supposed to throw them a bone but you on the other hand you got a lot of employees that don't follow their job description i never understood that why people would bitch about their job when they took the job were told their responsibilities and then they said you back accepted and do you accepted the pay so you're a part of the problem too. And then they sit there and they watch everybody else do their job while they do nothing. And I think that has to be infuriating if it was me. It's extremely infuriating, especially when some people are too lazy to just can that person. What do you mean by that? Because if the person's not going to be up to par and they're going to complain about what they have to do for their job, number one, why did you accept it when you already knew what the responsibilities were? Mm. And if you're not going to do the job, do the job and work as a team, then you don't need that job. If you're just going to stand there and hold up the wall or hold up a counter. And that's like, you know, you got the bad apple uh, analogy. Yeah. One bad apple starts screwing it all up. Well, and the one bad apple is going to piss off the rest of the team because then the other team members are doing double the work. Mm -hmm. And that's not fair. And that's when 
a manager should actually step in and be a manager. Exactly. You know, that's what I was talking to you about the other night. I was like, you know what? If I owned a multi-million dollar business, there is no way in hell whatsoever, never going to happen in your life where I'm going to put somebody in there that's stupid. Mm. I'm not going to put anybody in there that don't have an actual experience right. as a damn manager because basically they're running a business, mm -hmm. but they don't take any ownership of it. You want somebody that's going to take ownership of the business. Well, and then you got people that are, you know, managing a company and yeah, they can do the paperwork, but as far as managing their crew, they're stupid or afraid. Well, managing their crew or managing a profit and loss statement, yeah. a budget, none of them are really qualified to do that kind of stuff. Because mm -mm. usually most, I, I mean, I know a lot of the companies in our area, they basically uh, promote from within. I think that's the worst thing around. They don't. I'm sorry. They, they don't, you know, look outside the box and get somebody that's actually qualified to be a manager. Or they look at the wrong people when they promote from within. They, they look at, they, they don't really look into their background before promoting. Well, you have to have some kind of damn education. Now I get all the good stories about, you know, I started as a stock boy and now I did this and did that. But you also went and got the education that made you competent in that job. Right. Where a lot of these people don't get the education to even move up. Or they've never ran a business before ever. You know, because it is a business. Yeah. Okay, you could do the paperwork good. Yay, you. But what about running the actual business? Paperwork is just one tiny part of it. You got to actually run the business and control your vendors and control your staff. And, and yeah, make sure you're not getting stuff stolen for your profit and loss. And you're not paying attention to any of that. Because why? Because all the other employees have to do all the dirty work. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing with that hand of chaos, uh, got to promote employees that I agree with. But at the same time, if you're running a business, you got to promote the people that actually deserve it, not deserve it, but are educated enough to understand how to run a business. You have to know how to run a business. Cause if my business is pulling in, I don't know, four or $5 million a year. I don't want somebody in there that don't know what the hell they're doing. Just because they think they deserve a promotion, there's extra stuff that you have to do. You know, education at that point does come in where, hey, you better know your math. You better know your business sense. You better know marketing because if you don't, you're going to screw it. You're going to screw all that business up. Yeah. And then if they can't manage their employees... This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Next thing you know, you're losing money. Mm-hmm. 
or if they don't know how to keep an inventory, you're losing bigger money right there. And a lot of people don't know that. No, they don't. So just promoting somebody isn't the answer, I don't think. Well, if you're going to promote, make sure you check them. They, they got to check them out real good. Make sure they can handle what they're doing and can handle all aspects of the job, not just one part of it. So, yeah, you can acknowledge somebody by promoting them. But at the same time, is it a business obligation to give anybody and everybody a promotion just because they've been there? No. It shouldn't be based on that. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have somebody that works with us. She's been there 19 years. And every time she gets offered for promotion, she tells them, no, she don't want the responsibility. Too bad a lot more people ain't like that. But when they do, it seems like power <laughs> is the biggest thing about people wanting a promotion. It's not for the good of the company, but it's for that power over people. Because people are power hungry, mm -hmm. you know, and when you got when you got somebody that's in manage <laughs> management that comes up to you and goes, well, I'm the manager and you got their employees going and there's no so, respect for them, <laughs> then act like one. Hell, at least send them to a leadership class. A, or a, something. a manager shouldn't have to throw their title in their employees faces to get a response. Hell no, that's not the way it's supposed to be. Not supposed and to And I see way. it a lot. What else we got there that they say? About what? Power of acknowledgement. I don't know. I don't got nothing. I sent you an article yesterday. No, you didn't. Yes, I did in Facebook. You sent me Uber Eats. No, I Well, you know, we'll go into that, but you know. That's I, all you sent me. That sucks that you're not ready for your show. Oh, don't blame me. That's not what you sent me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I did, and I'll be checking on it to make sure <laughs> that I did. But uh, from Philip uh, Morris uh, International, and they go on this say, understand what acknowledgement means. The very act of acknowledgement has been defined as the recognition of importance or quality of something. When you identify and recognize the importance of someone's efforts, the person uh, feels seen, heard, and understood. But there has to be a fine line with that because like some of the guys were saying, a lot of the younger generation thinks that's what's supposed to happen because that's what they were taught that, Hey, I have to be acknowledged for my work. I don't want to be a worker bee. You've heard that from younger ones. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. They don't feel like they got to carry out their duties. No, they feel they can just stand there and do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. And no, that's not how it works in this world. No, it doesn't. You have to, it, you want to make something of yourself, you got to work for it. You can't just sit there and expect it to be handed to well, you. Well, that brings up the next point. Social media has fueled a stronger need for recognition and validation than we ever seen before. This is especially true for millennials and Generation Zs. Do you notice that Generation X and baby boomers aren't there? Yes. I have. I did notice. 
we're a lot different than these millennials and Generation Z people. Where we don't feel like we have to have acknowledgement at work. All we want to do is put our hands out and say, hey, give us our paycheck. But what do you think? uh, Do you think social media has been uh, fueling this? Well, yeah, because it's like, oh, my God, somebody didn't friend you. Oh, somebody didn't like your TikTok video. Well, that, but I'm talking about this thinking that I'm owed something because. Well, because on social media, you go to anything. I don't care if it's uh, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. All you, um, A lot of the times, all you see is people bitching and moaning. That they're not getting recognized or mm-hmm. they and, don't get what they deserve. Yeah. It's like, oh, now my landlord wants to evict me because. And it's like, well, did you pay your freaking rent? Yeah. It, it was <laughs> funny. During COVID, I felt so sorry for landlords. Here they got a property and they got somebody that's not paying rent. Yeah. That would piss me off. I mean, I know we paid our mortgage. Yeah. I had to pay mine. It's like, uh, you want to live there after COVID, you better just pay your monthly, you know. But it's funny when payment. they were told to leave, they would destroy the place yep. and blame the landlord for them not paying rent. Yeah. Where does the thinking of them type of people come from? I mean, where did it actually state that you didn't have to pay rent during COVID? Nowhere. But you know what I mean? How people get vindictive. I don't understand why they get vindictive. They know they're supposed to. It was to COVID. Pay. I wasn't working, and now, now I don't. And now I didn't pay my rent because I wasn't working. So now I don't have a place to live. Fuck this place. I'm gonna fuck it up. I think that's a worthless human being that does that. And it's like grow the hell up, dude. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of companies still open during COVID where you could have gotten a job, paid your bills. And but I'm talking about the self-entitlement. Nobody's freaking entitled to nothing. And this social media is the one that pushes it, that people feel like they have to get acknowledged for what they're doing. Even if they're doing a shitty job, they still think that. And I didn't think that was the problem with uh, giving these kids all these trophies. As Participation trophies? Yeah. Everybody gets a trophy. God, we didn't have that growing up. You got first, second, and third. That was it. Mm-hmm. Everybody else got nothing. <laughs> it's like, come on. You're making it. And, and that's, where they're, that's where it's starting. Every kid in a sport is getting a participation trophy now in the younger, the young kids. Every kid. Mm-hmm. When I coached. Our, our granddaughter's soccer team. Everybody got a trophy. Every little five and six year old got trophies. And that's teaching them, hey, I'm that, supposed to get this, I'm even su- though I'm not working hard enough. I know we lost every game, but here, have a trophy. They're not they're not learning anything from that. No, what they're learning is that they that they're owed it. Owed it. That that here you did a good job, not really, and you lost every game, but here have a trophy. And uh, I really do think that that's affected our generations now and it's made it worse. And it's starting with them being young. And then as they grow up, they they're not going to understand what it is to compete for something. You know, even when you get in. I mean, I don't know how the high schools do it now, but 
I don't know if they have participation trophies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They didn't when I was going. It was either first or second place, and you're, you're well. E- done. Even going as far as let's be honest here, if you sucked at sports, you wouldn't be put in. No, now they bench. rotate everybody. Well, now it's mandatory. Like football, you like every player has to play unless they're injured. And I think that's crap. Well, what if they're on the team and they suck and should have been the water boy? <laughs> Do you play the water boy? I don't know. More school districts are going to four-day weeks for students, and that's posing a challenge for some parents. Independence, Missouri has a four-day school week. Brandy Pruitt sends her kids there. She's a teacher in a neighboring district with five school days. I think there's a, an argument, too, that it's not the school's job to babysit. True. But it is the school's job to provide a quality education. Hundreds of school systems around the country have adopted four-day weeks. Policy researcher Christopher Doss says it's a quick fix to a more complex issue. You're not really looking at the underlying causes of stress in the education system. I'm Julie Walker. With an end of the perfect day. way to jumpstart your morning routine, us. So turn it up a little. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Stress? <laughs> really stress? They don't even do homework anymore. No, half the schools don't even send them home with homework. They do. We they- went five days a week, yep. had homework every night, even on a Friday. And that was just going into our deal about what the hell is going on here. I think it's the teachers that just want to work four days a week. That's why they pushed it. Yeah, of course. It's not not? like uh, they don't do. They get paid so much per year. And they're off for the summertime and they get paid and they're still paid. Yeah, they get paid. So now they want to go to four days. Which is, I'm sorry, it's just wrong. It's what? Just a, wrong. And, they, and I get it. I get it. It has nothing to do with watching your kid. It has to do with education, I think. I agree. They need their education. They need proper education. And sad thing is, even five days a week, these teachers don't give a proper education anymore. But Yeah, they just push people through that can't read or write. Oh, I know a lot of public schools like that, especially in Chicago. They'll push your ass to the next grade. Oh, especially grade. if they're athletes. Oh, you're damn right. Star quarterback. Oh, you can't do math. It's fine. Move on. We need you in the varsity game tomorrow. You know, they don't care. They don't. And I've, I've witnessed it even when I was growing up in my high school. But that's unbelievable. Four days. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. Now, what do you think about a four-day work week? I think, yeah, 10 hours a day. 10 hours a day, I'd do it. But not for kids. Uh -uh. Because they're stupid as it is right now. They can't even count change. No, they can't. They throw a lot of money and a bunch of coins on the counter, and they go, I think I have enough. And they usually don't. And then it's like, well, wait a second here. You don't even know how to tell time. A mechanical clock, analog as they call it. No. They don't know what it is. That's why you see digital clocks everywhere. Everywhere you go is digital. So you want to put these dummies only in four days of school when they're dumb as it is? If you're going to put them in four days of school, you might as well keep them in school all year round. Mm -hmm. 
forget forget their summer. Just I think keep that them that, all year. I think that should be the case. For okay, so you want to do four days? Okay, well, guess what? You go on year round, or better yet, they only get one month off July. I don't even think they should get a month off. Fuck them. <laughs> well, you got to make up for those those days every month they're missing. Yeah, you do. Plus, you know, what if there's a holiday on a Monday and then they don't have Friday school, so they're only going three days that week? Mm -hmm. It's dumb. It is dumb. Well, that aside, do you think kids should go to school year-round? I do. I think some places actually do that, too. And I think they put out <laughs> smarter kids. I think some countries I know other do. countries do that. Yes. They don't give them all summer off. Yeah. Come on, you look at our daughter's district, which I think is kind of cool, actually. They give you a week off at Thanksgiving to go hunt deer, but that's in a rural area. Yeah. Yeah, instead of just getting the Thursday and Friday off for the holiday for Thanksgiving, they get the whole week off because of hunting season. Because a lot of people put uh, food on That's the how they feed their family. So, I mean, that's smarticle. I think kids from a rural area are a lot more smart and they work harder. I agree. Than city kids. I agree. Why do you agree on that? Well, because I think that the those that are in rural areas have more, res, they they're more responsible because of the fact. Like picture picture kids that work on a farm, mm -hmm. they're going to be ten more ten times more responsible than a kid that grew up in the city because oh, yeah. they because they're getting up when the roosters crow. Not only are they doing the work on the farm, but they're also doing their schoolwork. They have more responsibility, and it teaches them to be better as adults. Uh -huh. I think that's a perfect example right there. I mean, just my opinion. Your opinion is pretty good on this subject, and you're a mother. Now, would you have wanted our kids to go year-round? Honestly, yeah. Why? And I'm not talking about babysitting shit. No, it has nothing to do with babysitting. It has to do with bettering their education. I mean, if they work hard, work hard in school, they're going to better themselves as a person. And I think and and I agree with a lot of the comments in the chat that, you know, they they need to teach them more day to day stuff, mm -hmm. you know, like get the home ec classes out where you actually teach them something. Get out the consumer ed classes where you actually learn how to balance a checkbook or file your own taxes or civic classes or or actually fill out an application for a job or how to write a resume. I mean, they don't do any of that. You know, I learned from a website how to make a freaking resume only because I didn't pay. And attention. they don't know any financial education either. That's why you see a lot of people that are in financial straits because they're not taught about freaking stocks and bonds. No, they're not talk about talk, told about, you know, a 401 or an IRA or anything. They don't teach them common stuff that you need to know as an adult. My go-to was I never understood half the crap. I'd go to my dad because my dad could explain it to me where I could understand it. But it's like, he ain't here. So now it's like, uh, Hollywood, <laughs> can you explain this? <laughs> because why? Nobody's taught it. Well, the lazy ass parents need to teach their own kids how to be an actual human and not 
uh, self-entitled brat. But sometimes the parents are the cause for their kids being that way. Oh, I agree with that 1,000%. They are the cause because they the kid will cry and whine and mommy and daddy will give them what they want just to shut them up. Well, that and if you ever look at rich kids, they already they get have, whatever they want. They do not know dick about life. No, they don't. They know absolutely nothing about life. And yeah, parents need to step up and take more responsibility and teach their kids about the way of the life and the way of the world because the the schools aren't doing it. But just the problem is nowadays is the parents aren't give, putting time aside to teach their kids that kind of stuff. Man. Well, that's the show today. Uh, hopefully, you got something out of it. China Dow just dropping truth bombs left and right the last couple shows right there. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll all see you tomorrow. And that's it for a Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. Don't forget to visit us on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and all major podcast platforms for all the replays of Motorcycle Madhouse shows. Don't miss out on our lives Monday through Friday.